Is social media use bad for you? I find it sucks me in. So social media has, I think, happened at such a speed that it's been very hard for us to appropriately reflect on what it even is and where it's going and our use of it. Because for previous technologies, other forms of communication, I mean, we're talking about horseback messenger, we're talking about sending things by post, we're talking about fax machines, we're talking about even email. These are radically different. Uh, they're discontinuous forms of communication. They're more like a game of chess where one person sends something and then sometime later, after reflection, someone else you know, sends a reply. So social media, of course, is just so different in that sense in that uh, the pace of it is massive, both in terms of the quantity of communication, but also just in terms of the supporting technologies behind it. And I mean, even in recent time, just within the past decade, certainly the past two decades, it's just amazing what we've seen in terms of how it's changed. Because what a lot of early social media was, was kind of pages or profiles where you put stuff. So it was kind of a website, really. But it was a website that had a standard formula to it, which made it a bit easier to navigate. It was kind of a blog, in a sense, uh, in that you had to navigate your way to a person's page. So you could be friends maybe with a person. It might be more limited than a website in terms of who could view it. But one of the big changes that started to happen was when feeds were introduced. And feeds are such an inherent part now of so many social media platforms. So it's not just you purposefully going to a given individual's uh, page because you find their content valuable or they're a friend or a family member. But now what's happening is the content is kind of coming looking for you. There's like push notifications. So the boundaries of where and how you access this are completely eroded. And there is information being sent to you which you may not have ever gone looking for. And then the question is, in order to decide what's on that feed, how, how is that decided? So an algorithm of some description is needed. And an algorithm is really just uh, a bit of mathematics that runs and says, well, you know, should we show this post or this post or something else? So you've other considerations then like advertising, you know, that are going to be brought in. But you've also just got the self-promotion of the platform. And the metrics that tend to be used then are things like clicks. What do we click on? So that mightn't sound bad because it sort of sounds democratic. You're gauging people's interests. But it's not necessarily democratic if you're not choosing to begin with what the options are. You've been given a, a range of choices and then having to choose on them. And those choices very often involve people who we don't necessarily know immediately. And even on some social networks that have a, a kind of a narrower circle of friends, you'll often see their comments on other people's stuff. So it, it's still not quite a closed box. Again, some platforms are better than others at this. And you can, of course, configure the settings in ways that are more or less optimal. Although, again, some make that much harder and some make it much easier. And they keep shifting the goalposts in terms of how it works. It's hard for them to keep up with it, I think, what to speak of us as users to keep up with it. So all of this does add um, the need, I suppose, for a little bit more uh, conscientiousness as to how we use the medium. Because the problem is what generates the clicks is not necessarily what's best for us, 
but sometimes it's what most gets to us, <laughs> what frustrates us or what appeals to you know, certain base desires, which I'm not necessarily saying that's a problem to some degree, but the problem is, is the way our neurology functions, we can be particularly absorbed or we can focus a much greater amount of attention on problems sometimes rather than solutions. We can get caught up in, in certain themes and then this can become a real feedback loop because the more you click on certain things, the more the system then gets trained and shows you those types of things. And if social media then is a big part of your social life, then you could be forgiven for thinking that that's sort of all there is out there. You end up with this echo chamber of these kinds of things being shown to you repeatedly and you get drawn in in that way. So that's the word of warning. Now it ain't all bad, but I think what we want to do is really use it as a tool. It can be a fabulous tool for connecting. You know, there's nothing at all inherently wrong with the idea of people connecting and doing that digitally to some extent, although I think we wouldn't want digital to be the only form uh, because, of course, there are different affordances that different styles of interaction have if we're just doing it in text. Okay, that is a handy, quick way of communicating certain things, but not other things. Face-to-face -face conversation might be better. And even if it's remote, doing it live by video may be a very good idea sometimes. And there might be much less misunderstanding if that is the mode that's used. Sometimes over the phone works. And of course, in person, it is fabulous for any number of reasons. So that's, I think, the consideration that's there. Not seeing social media as being inherently bad, you know, if anything, it's inherently good because it offers connection. But that's almost the caution. Because we value connection as human beings, we got to be a bit careful of some of those kind of invisible systems that sit in there. And we got to do a few things like look at our settings, as I mentioned. That is important to make sure it's set up in a way that's effective. And almost to curate our own algorithm where we step back and we question what am I clicking on? What kind of content am I engaging in? And how can I retrain the algorithm in a way? And it is possible to do that to some extent. Some of these things are black boxes, so it's a bit hard to know exactly how they work and you know to what degree they're going to make it easy for us. But broadly speaking, you can retrain algorithms at least to some extent. But the problem is what that involves is not just the multiple choice of clicking between the options shown to you, but what it involves you doing is using your imagination, finding the terrifying white box at the top and typing in something that you're looking for, something positive, something that you want more of. But if you keep doing that, usually the algorithm will learn and it'll show you more of that type of content. So then you can create a kind of a positive feedback loop. Of course, when it comes to choosing who you're friends with, you want to choose to be friends with the kind of people who are going to enrich your experience. And again, this doesn't mean we filter out things. We do need to be aware of what's happening in the world to some extent, but it's just more about a concentration of attention. You know, if you're taking one element of something and you're giving it all your attention, it just skews your sense of how the world actually is. And this can happen on a rather unconscious level. So it is nice to step back every so often and just tune your algorithm a bit. And social media in many ways is just a really good metaphor for our thinking. You know, our thinking is the same thing. We have these algorithms that run these kind of self-fulfilling prophecies. So if you can step back every so often and, and just check in on those a little bit, that can be really useful. 
So you might also want to consider uh, just setting limits in terms of your use. And this can be something like maybe sitting down at the desk and using it rather than just being kind of on the go using it the whole time. Or it can be certain times of the day or it could be a certain quantity of usage. There are tools and apps that you can use to monitor your usage. Or as I mentioned, curating a little bit your use of it. So you say, well, you know, rather than getting down this rabbit hole, I'm going to choose maybe to you know, spend a certain amount of time focusing on things. And that can even include the news. You know, being aware is really, really good sometimes to be informed. But if you're just kind of practicing the news again and again, maybe not so useful. So maybe spend a certain amount of time doing that. Uh, check in, look at your headlines, get what you need. But then what? You know, what would you rather be putting your attention on that's maybe productive or a little bit more positive? So if you're taking that intentional stance, you're in a good place. And, you know, the thing is, if it's social media, if it's not that, it's something else. When we live in a world, we have to some degree to work with the systems that are there. Uh, don't get me wrong, reform them if you can. You know, by all means, do that. And there are some good steps happening in that area. But what's probably more important than the goal of having perfect systems that do it for us is empowering yourself to play more of a leadership role. Because I'd actually be worried if social media gets to the point where it actually appears like it's very well optimized. <laughs> because then we could place a lot of trust in it and just go, I don't need to think anymore. I don't need to curate what I watch or who I connect with. I'm just going to do what the machine tells me to do. That would be a problem. In some ways, it's good to see some of the flaws Hopefully, they're a bit more overt so we can recognize that we can never really fall into the trap of just disengaging from being in intentional in life. It's always important, at least every so often, to be able to step back and say, well, actually, this is my attention. What am I going to place it on? What's the most useful thing to place it on? What's the most constructive way to use my attention? And that applies to social media. It applies to thinking. It applies to everything, really. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe, and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf, or on JFL.com.